0: Hi everybody and welcome back to episode 2 of My Mustang. To start this episode off, I'm actually going to start with some terms that I'll use pretty often. Uh, I had someone with my last episode come talk to me and there were just a few things that they were kind of confused about what they meant so they recommended that I just explain what some of the terms mean. So to start off, I'll explain what a bay is and a bay is a color and it's a darkish brown Not too dark, but on the darker side. And they have a black mane and tail. And typically their legs have a little bit of black on them from the bottom to about the knee. Or a little above the knee. The second term I'm gonna explain is a round pen, which is actually pretty self-explanatory. It's a round pen and the circumference is typically anywhere from 30 to 100 feet. I'm not exactly sure how big the one is that we use, but it's a pretty good size. The next thing I'm going to explain is a lunge whip, which a lot of people get confused about. It acts as a supportive tool and most people use it while on the ground to lunge their horse or use it as an extension of their arm. There's a few other things, but those are the main ones that I can think of off the top of my head. They're made from fiberglass, and then woven nylon typically covers it, or some other synthetic thread. And then it has what we like to call a tail, and then a rubber handle. Lunge whips typically have a longer tail, and driving whips typically have a shorter tail. Both work for lunging, but an actual lunge whip makes it a little bit easier if you need to correct your horse just because of that longer tail. Last term I'm going to explain, which I'm sure most of you will know what it is, is a halter and lead rope. The halter has a nose band and then a piece that goes behind their ears and a throat latch. And it comes down under their chin, which is where you connect the lead rope. And the lead rope is basically like a leash, but instead it's for a horse and it's typically a little bit longer and thicker than a dog leash. So now that I've explained some of those common terms, um, I'm gonna get into what this episode is about. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk about how I got him comfortable with me touching him for the first time and just letting me touch his whole body, how I got his halter on for the first time, and the process of that, and how I introduced grooming and getting him comfortable with the brushes. These are all the very first basics that you first teach them and get them comfortable with, and it's the starting grounds for everything that follows. So to start off with touching him, um, he was just loose in his pen and I actually spent a lot of time just sitting in his stall, letting him come up to me. Um, Sometimes I'd put my arm out, sometimes I wouldn't. Um, He could come smell me or not. Um, He would just sometimes stand there and I was perfectly okay with that. It gave him the time and the space to come to me when he wanted. Um, It didn't feel like he was being cornered or chased or like I was a predator of any kind. So I figured that was a good way to start, just to be on good terms with him, and so he felt safe. Once he started coming up to me more and would let me come up to him, I started giving him treats, which he had to learn what they actually were because he had never had one. Um, he started eating the ones from the store, and then he learned what carrots and apples were, which I'm pretty sure he didn't like apples for a while. Weird kid. But um, now he's obsessed with them, so, as most of them are. but. Once he started getting comfortable around me, I would just go up to him, his shoulder, um, pet him for a couple seconds and walk away. He started getting more and more comfortable with that. So I would do it more often and for longer and I would just start moving to different places at his body. He actually didn't like having my arm or anything go past his ears and like his line of vision towards the front. So it took me a little bit to be able to pet his face. Sometimes I was able to pet his face But if I was standing behind his ear and reached my arm forward, he didn't like it so he would turn and walk away. So to start working on that, I actually grabbed my lunge whip and would stand behind his ear and then use the lunge whip as an extension of my arm. So I would just put it out and then in front of him and it actually helped a lot and got him comfortable with my arm being in front of him or where he couldn't see it at some points and with me still standing there. So once he got more and more comfortable with that, um, I would put the lunge whip out, but then I would move my hand from his neck and start petting his face and eventually it worked and I could start petting his face and stand in front of him and pet it and just really from wherever and just walk up to him and he started being really good with it. From there, I just started putting my arm back behind his ears and over his head so he would get comfortable for when it was time to put a halter on. Then I remember there was one day and I was like, "Hey, today's the day, we're putting a halter on. And I want to say it was like a week to 10 days after I had gotten him that I put his halter on. He was really good. He just stood there and let me put it on. Um, and then we just kind of slowly worked on press and release, which is a technique to get him to walk forward and move off of pressure. You basically just hold pressure on the rope and every time he moves a step forward you release the pressure. He picked up on it pretty quick but he would also just follow me around his pen which helped get him comfortable with just having his halter on and occasionally feeling the pressure on his rope. I think he had one little incident where he might have pulled back once or twice in the beginning but it was nothing too major and he was really good. Since he was still a quote-unquote baby He chewed on everything, let me tell you, and I had started him with the lead rope that Beyond gave me when I first got him, and I'm pretty sure he chewed through it within three or four weeks of using it. When it came to introducing grooming, he was actually really good. Um, I think he even tried to chew on a few of the brushes. I started at his neck for grooming, and once he was good for a few seconds, I would stop and lead him away and just walk him around his pen as a reward. He was pretty chill when it came to grooming, so I didn't really have to take a lot of time in one specific area. I could move from his neck to his shoulder and his back and tummy down to his butt. And overall, he was really good. So that process didn't take very long. We really just worked in his stall for a while um, before I took him out to the round pen, just so he got comfortable with pressure on his lead rope and stopping if I needed him to stop. He was really clingy so he didn't really know what personal space was so he was kind of always on me which was great when i first needed him to come to me but once we had gotten past that part we needed to start working on personal space which we actually didn't start working at until later once i had gotten him in the round pen and everything and i actually started working with my trainer and she helped me with that once he got better with pressure on his lead rope and when i would pull he would give we started working on leaving pen. We'd go out the gate a few feet turn around and come back and then we'd go out again and go a little further and come back and we did that for a bit until he was a little more comfortable and then I would finally bring him into the round pen. Once he was in the round pen I don't think he was the most comfortable in his environment just because it was new and he hadn't been in there and there was a lot to see well kind of (laughs) new fences you know new footing the cows and whatnot. For a while he would actually just pace from the gate to about the other half of the round pen and back and he would just do that. And if I left he didn't really like it, he was still pretty clingy so when I would come back he would whinny at me which was pretty cute. As time went on he started to get more comfortable once I'd put him in the round pen and would stop pacing back and forth but for a while he would still do it even if he stopped for a little bit. Teaching him to lunge in the beginning in the round pen wasn't the easiest and he would just pace back and forth. And so we ended up actually using that to our advantage. I think by then I had had my trainer come out and start doing lessons with us. So she would have me quote unquote lunge him and we used what he was doing actually to our advantage and made it our idea. So anytime he went to turn either at the gate or the other side, I would put the lunge whip in my outside hand and kind of create a wall so he would turn to go the other way. And while originally he was already doing that, I made it seem like it was my idea now. Which originally it was his idea, but we shaped it into my idea. So he started understanding the concept and later on when I would ask him to turn around, he would understand what I was asking. Once he started getting comfortable with that, I would send him down the rail a little further past his usual comfort zone when he would usually turn around and I would make it my idea to keep going and then Once he was a few steps further than usual, I would make it my idea that he could turn around. Eventually he started going further and further down the rail and one day he just started going all the way around which was super nice and then we could start working on other stuff. We started working on trotting and the transition into the trot and then breaking back down to the walk. Once he was comfortable with walking and trotting, I had him canter a few steps, and then I would break him back down to the trot, let him trot a little bit, and then break him back down to the walk, and then we just really started working on transitions into each one of those. To be honest, I don't remember a ton of what we worked on then just because it was like a year ago, and he's progressed a lot. Um, But we started working on more personal space and him getting off of me, and him using his body because when we started lunging, He was just kind of everywhere and didn't know where his own feet were. So we just started working on him coming together a little bit more and knowing where his butt was and knowing where his front feet were. We actually also did a lot of free work in his pen. And that was just to get him out of my personal space. I would send him down the rail in his pen and follow him and then follow him to the other side, to the other rail. And then to get him to turn to cut across, I would kind of go to the outside of his butt and put my lunge whip out and kind of create a bend so he would keep going and not just go into his shelter. I don't know if any of that just made sense, but that's the only way I can think to explain it. He started getting better and better with the work we were doing in his stall and he started to understand that, you know what, personal space is a thing and it's okay to not always have to stand right on top of someone. I also forgot to mention when I started picking up his feet, which was before we did all that free work in his pen. Um, So he still didn't really know what personal space was. And anytime I'd go to pick up his foot, he would kind of drop his shoulder and just walk forward, which just made it hard for both of us. So I think I stopped that for a little bit and got my trainer's help. And essentially she just had me put a lead rope um, around his fetlock. Just, it wasn't like tied or anything. There wasn't a loop. It was just underneath and she'd just have me pull to put pressure on it and once he released the pressure and lifted up his foot then I would drop the pressure so that way he learned that when I put pressure on it and asked for it to pick it up. Going back to the work we did in his pen, um, once he started getting really good at that I was able to use his lunge rope and he started understanding it more since he wasn't always on top of me I could actually send him around in a circle So we worked on a lot of that stuff for a while. Sometimes I'd tack him up just to something different and do all the same stuff just with all of his tack on. We've progressed a lot since then, but I'm going to save that for another episode. So with that, I'm going to wrap this one up. Thank you for listening, and hopefully I will have another episode out soon.